Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Ahoy to you, Ham. Ahoy, sir. Ahoy to you, Jacko. Ahoy, sir. And, well, I mean, we've got to start tying up some losers. We mentioned it last week yeah. in the show, but there's only three to go before the mandated government break that happens to uh, to all podcasters, I believe. No one we, goes through the uh, We the protested. <clears throat> we protested. The protest was overruled. We appealed. Yep. yep. They, then it was just, wasn't it? Was, it just I mean, we just, it was getting the legal fees were. We took a peek Stacking. at the legal fees, yeah. and then, then some people that also saw the number went like, you know, I guess you can't afford that. We went, no, we, we'll try. We'll try. We we appealed again, overruled. Yep. And at this stage, it looks like the high court has said its piece. Yeah. And unless there is some other higher place we go to, we are going to have to take off a few months over summer. Yeah. Our um, hands are tied on that it's, one. It's annoying. But so three to go. Or hoi to Max as well. Ahoy boys, it's Max here from Maryknoll, Victoria. Lovely. Today I'm doing some fencing on the farm. Mm-hmm. I had to go into town to get some supplies and unfortunately my car had a flat battery. Oh. So I thought, mm. yep, perfect opportunity to use my dad's very impressive Volkswagen Tiguan. <laughs> wow. And the blokes at the real supply store were very impressed. They would have been. Congrats on the SP Haim. Cheers. And stay away from those darts, Andy. Will do. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wow. That is... Nice wow. to know there's another Tiguan on the road. Yeah, well, you and him just walk a bit taller, don't you? The okay. dads that have that amount of gloating power up well, in, the, in, the, in their sleeve. Because as a young man, you obviously grow up thinking... When you're a little boy, you think your dad's a superhero. Yep. Then you go through a phase where you go, oh, no, he's just a man. Mm. And then he, some of us are lucky enough to see him revert <laughs> yeah, to, a, to superhero to, status when he hops into a not <laughs> top-of-the-range but certainly hard-to-find Tiguan. Very hard to get. Very hard, Very to, hard get. to get Volkswagen Tig one. Um, guys, I don't want to start with a downer. That's why I want to clear this out of the ranks. No, is this a tie up a loose end of a sausage? Potentially. This came in from Lockie, no surname given. It just said simply this Gusto is down, fellas. Oh, not again. Cheapest. Didn't we? Well, I mean, we I addressed this. We, we, we know, oh, no, we started. We, we, we knew who it was. We, we found out it was Jack. Yep. He's, he righted his ways, yeah. and now I thought, out of I the blue thought, during the week, I don't I know what I, we did on last week's show, but apparently the gusto of the show was down according to Lockie. This is a nightmare scenario because we started the year low on gusto. Mm. I then think we picked it right up, or Jack picked it right up. Yep. Our average was high, mm. and he bought his up in line with the show-mandated average of <laughs> yeah, gusto. Yeah. And I thought, I'm, I can't honestly say that I've been monitoring Jack's gusto levels to mm. see if his foot's been... I, had a, I actually had a message this week that said, great gusto on episode 112. I can show it, I can show it to you. <laughs> great. Well, 112 was a while ago, and I wonder if you got a fat head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do wonder if you got a fat head you from that. you relaxed for 117. I would no, say, actually, that gave me, to think I had gusto on that episode and hearing the feedback gave me more gusto. That's oh, yeah. not confidence, the Jack yes. I know. Confidence player. The, the Jack I know is a bit of a rest Guys, on the only way. The only way we get to the bottom of this is something happened last week. I don't know what it is. I wrote back to Lockie and I said... I of the show last week. I think it was I, fine on Gus. I, I, I wrote back to Lockie and said, oh, look, I'm shocked, mm. but can you please identify three moments in the show that we could replay? Love to weed them out. And I uh, have put the uh, put him onto our producers. We haven't heard these bits, but Lockie joins us now. Lockie, ahoy to you. Ahoy, boys. Commiserations on Pebble Beach, Andy. 
Oh, what happened there? Well, it was a couple of years ago. You didn't perform as well at the golf as you hoped you might have. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, Andy, yeah, yeah, Andy played was... one of the most exclusive courses in the world and obviously forgot that he did it. it must be very nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I went, I went, I went uh, and played no, that you course, now. and uh, I played appallingly. It, it is was like what, having what is the number? one, oppo- the, an opportunity to, you know, shake hands with your favourite person and sure. missing and falling, <laughs> missing and falling flat in your face. Is what I did is the in the golf equivalent. What um, what rank is it in the world? No idea, but um, very, very highly regarded. Uh, what are not, we talking for? Not, around fifty bucks? Not a not a not a private course, public course. Right? Yeah, cheap? No, not cheap. Expensive, three hundred and fifty a stroke US. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you want to go around in a low stroke, low number. Uh, like wow, putting that stuff, golf stuff aside, we've we've hacked, actually deleted in keep it or delete it. We've deleted golf chat before. We have. Lucky gusto down last week. It was a real kick in the guts to find this out. Um, yep. I wrote back to you and said, "Hey, would you mind isolating the three bits? Uh, you've done that." Um, was there an overall thing or do you want to go straight into the moments you've picked out? No, I think we'll go straight in. Yeah. It wasn't really an overall arc across the whole episode. It was just a couple of points at which the gusto was not as high as I would have liked. And you've got to jump on, and I appreciate you doing this because you do have to jump on this kind Mm. of stuff early, otherwise it becomes accepted. Now, I'm correcting myself. It wasn't, I got the email during the week, but it wasn't from last week's show. Uh, it's a, it's a little bit we're dating back a little bit, but Lockie has picked out the episode parts. one sixteen one sixteen. So two weeks okay. ago it was. So sorry, it took me a while to get to your email, Lockie. But episode one sixteen apparently down on gusto. Um, Lockie, the first one. Do you remember what you put forward? Because we haven't heard them yet. Yeah, it was um, it was straight off the bat. As soon as the episode started, I could hear that Andy's introduction was low on gusto. Oh, this one against me. This one against me. Okay, let's have a listen. Ahoy to my right-hand man. Ahoy to my left-hand man. And ahoy to my left-hand man. Ahoy. No, and ahoy to my right-hand man. <laughs> we do shit in the triangle. <laughs> the triumvirate. <laughs> okay, that's good. So I, I feel like I... I, I... Yeah, I'll take that on board. I don't think I was... Uh, I think I lacked a little bit of gust on the first one, mm. and I think you did some heavy lifting to get us right back up. By the end of the audio, though, I felt like we are all back at peak yeah. gusto. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a. So, that's so a it was a blip. It was a, I mean, that's a. That's a but tiny. we appreciate it. You got it. If you can't nip out the blip, it, that's yeah. how it spreads. Possibly two seconds. Yep. Of, uh, I thought I felt like you started the show with the energy you would normally reserve for a newsreader at the end of the broadcast when mm. they're shuffling the paper. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I right. sort of had that tone as they're talking. They go. Oh, was that Jeff? Do we get that was a good, good show? <laughs> and Lockie, I mean, I was really hoping that I didn't get one against my name today, but I'm already down. There's three. Um, uh, second part, what did you pick out? Uh, so during when you're talking about the electronic drum kit, mm-hmm. Jacko, this is on you. Yes, mm. this, this is so familiar territory. A weak attempt to criminalise Hamish on the broken hi hat. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Let's, okay, let's have a listen to that. And that brings me to point two. Mm. Something on the drum kit is broken. Well, you just have to pay for that. <laughs> I don't know why, but you know how the hi-hats like close together yeah. and unclosed? I remember. Something's it, happened with that pedal and now the hi-hats just stay closed all the okay. time. We just have to repair it before you give it back. Did, did, it, some ever, of the, did it ever work under it, your... It did. I, okay, don't, well, I, I don't know what happened to that. You broke it. You broke <laughs> it. I know what happened. <laughs> it, wasn't, it was working and then it wasn't and you're the only one yeah. that touched it. Yeah, keener ear hears that. That is just clear as day. Clear as day. <laughs> Lucky, I would actually say, I'll, I'll take some responsibility. There was a little bit of low gusto from me. I thought Hamish's response to the question was very equally low gusto. 
I don't oh, he was think matching so. your vibe. I was trying oh, to come down to your go. level to communicate <laughs> with someone, else, which is an empathetic thing to do. Yeah, like when a, like when a top team plays a bottom one and the skills just go to... to yeah. yeah, you're only as good as the, who you're playing against. So I tried to come down to your level to go, okay, let me try and understand you here. Mm. But what you were really explaining to me, what it was, is it was a complaint mm. over something that was 100% your fault. Mm. I, said, okay. I guess I was baffled, and, and sometimes bafflement can take a bit of wind out of the gusto sails. Okay, thank you uh, on that one, Lucky. The final one for gusto? Righto, so this is when you talked about the big four fruits. Yes. Okay. This is on you, Hamish, I'm sorry. Oh, God, everyone's this contributed. This is my weakest criticism. But, uh, yeah, just have a listen, have a listen. Here's the strange thing about the big five I learned on Safari in Africa. <laughs> it's for hunting. Like from back in the fifties or whatever. All right, you go. It was like these are the big five that if you shoot them or whatever, yeah. you can say you're hunted because the buffalo is one of the big five. Oh really? Yeah. Although it was a favourite animal yeah. situation, but it's like you know, it's, it's terrible. It's yeah. Terrible. It's like elephant, rhino, lion, buffalo, oh, and no. something else. Yeah, very clear. Right. Yeah. Okay. Just double checking <laughs> here. Um, like yeah. we're not. Mis- if you said that on Chit Chat Champions, you'd lose. Okay. So you're saying you, the the fact you thought was you didn't like the information. Because remember, Lockie, when discussing the uh, hunting of animals yeah. for amusement, yeah. you can't have too, too much, much gusto, gusto in that <laughs> if you're describing the tragedy of an elephant dying for sport. True, true. But um, it, it still stands. It was like gusto. That was like okay, gusto, but okay, perhaps it was okay. more of a somber moment Lockie, as we thought about, <laughs> um, you know, the lions that have been hunted over time and that are now no longer on the planet. I'll cop it. I'll cop it. I mean, I'm, but I'm also kind of equally glad I did not attack it with gusto. <laughs> Can I put something to you, Lock? Sure. You wrote in gusto was down. Yes. I wrote back fine three bids. Well, you didn't write back. It was Sarah. Yes. Well, Sarah did, but I'm. But yeah, Sarah wrote back. At my direction. Oh, good. <laughs> signed <laughs> off on by. To get signed off on Personally signed. To get three bits. Yep. You struggled to find three bits with Locusto. No, I think you're right, Andrew. Yep. I'll play the fifth. Always oh, he's saying he's not now. Oh, now and Lockie, now playing the fifth in itself is a huge yeah. lack of gusto. Now, I, we Lockie, put it to you, Lockie, that our show actually. Yeah. Hey, I'm not the one with the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. All but I'm saying but is, you are the gusto police. Yes. We take the gusto accusations. Gustapo. Very, we, <laughs> <laughs> we take the gusto accusations very seriously. I think you've thrown it out frivolously. And what I'd remind people if they're going to do this again, often one's own mood mm. can determine how they're hearing something. Yeah. And, and I feel like and, you and may I'm not have just heard it this, on a very low gusto day. What I'm are you doing today? <laughs> not just saying this to further shore up our position. But the whole excitement of Gusto mm. is its peaks and troughs. Yeah. It's like a symphony. You cannot yeah. play the whole thing at full volume. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly. the show. Yes. And then when it does come with the Gusto, mm. it's only the troughs that make the peaks so exciting. That is very fair. Thank you, Lucky. Thanks for we, re- we rebut your accusations of low Gusto with high Gusto. Well done. <laughs> Thanks, man. Obviously, our loyalty card keeps ticking along, heading into Christmas. Heaps of bargains yeah. to be had. Um, we should point this out. In Melbourne, of course, restrictions have been lifted. Ding uh, dong. Uh, the Chapel Street Precinct were the original sponsors they of up. the letter <laughs> that was accompanying the loyalty card when the, they went out. The loyalty card was unsponsored. The yep. letter had a sponsored quarter to yep. it, had a billboard on it, and the Chapel Street Shopping Precinct did the right thing. Mm. And they stepped up and they said, yes, we, we will be associated with this. 
Australian Red Cross are taking it down there. I was going to say, not just not just the precinct down itself, there. but the stores on the precinct. It's yep. a it's a bloody. It's like it's the unofficial loyalty card, you know. Lamana and Sons, if you're going to go in for your groceries, MJ Bale nationwide, but they've also got one in Chapel Street. If you want a new suit, they're all accepting the loyalty card. So it's good for a suit. It's pretty good for a suit. I mean, I'm not surprised because obviously all stores in the world are accepting it. Yeah, but exactly. it's very nice to know there's a cluster <laughs> of stores that are really accepting it. <laughs> the Chapel Street precinct. Also, our Power Moves book. The first batch arrived in the country. There's 16,000. They were two weeks away from the rest arriving. But they're out of the warehouse, and Hogs says that they will go out within a day. He reckons they'll send them all out immediately. So he's standing by with a team of elite shippers. Yep. He's going to do the whole thing in one day is his bold claim. Now, we get a, we, you know, we keep saying this on the podcast, you know, we, we put the book up for sale so people could have had a chance to get it. Yeah. You know, there is a lag between purchase and receive. It's obviously different than a bookshop where you, as soon as you purchase, that book is in your hand. This was a slightly different scenario. But you, I'll tell you what, you don't get it at a bookshop. The um, corrugate tube. Oh, yeah, cor- yeah exactly. The cardboard <laughs> they don't, they never give tube packaging they comes in not, and you don't have to send it back to us. Oh, no, that's yours to keep as well. That's a free gift with purchase. Some people may have seen that we've sold out, which we had for a second. Explain right. this ex- yeah, yeah. Explain this to everyone. Um, then Hawks rings so That was twenty nine nine ninety. Yeah, yes. That was the maximum. $29,990. Then Hawks calls away. me that and says- That was the maximum amount of books we made. You never know how many books are coming. And which I, went, I don't understand. I said, what do you mean? If you order twenty nine nine ninety, sure you get twenty nine nine ninety. He said, nah, the printers don't work that way. Why they, not? It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make any sense to me. He says, I think they just stack it with the reams of- Highest quality paper available, 140 GSM. Try um, finding high quality paper. You won't. <laughs> if you think you have, you've actually found cardboard. <laughs> they, they, they stack it high and they print as many reams they can get out of but that. I, I don't understand how this works. I know. Yeah. And then, and then he says it could be hundred less than you ordered, or it could be I a thousand not. more. And I was like, well, <laughs> that's bad news if it's less because people have promised this. And he said the good news is it's a thousand more. So there, that's why which I'm happy about. I, I am happy we've got an extra thousand books, but this whole, like, what machine is this where you just put a random assortment <laughs> of ingredients on and press go, and you're not allowed to know the number of books that it's making? I think I don't know. I don't know, but I think it's what like, factory. I mean, I thought the whole point it, of factory was goes they can... so quick. Come <laughs> 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 on, the machine must know how I many think, books it's making. No, I think the machine. Oh, let's call. How Hawks. many books? How many <laughs> books have you made? Fifty-ish. I don't know. <laughs> I just started. It's like it's like the Toyota factory no, going, you're, 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 going well, how many cars did you make today? <laughs> dozen, two dozen, I don't know. Who can tell? We're a factory. You're we right. we let's, only let's, deal in round numbers. We we're going to do power moves here, but let's call Hogs. Cool. It's, it's so much more important. But anyway, then there'll be another thousand available. That's true. And they will sell out. Uh, and then in the, it will probably re-release next year because everyone should have this book. So it's 30990 now, drive yep. away. So it's like a slightly... Better model of a car that would be twenty nine nine ninety. Yeah, and it's like with all the factory extras. Yes, and so oh, no driveway. That's including on roads. That's good. <laughs> um, hopefully, Hogs picks up. Michael speaking. Hogs. Hogs. Sorry, we've called you un- unawares. It's Hamish and Andy here. How are you, boys? Yeah, good. You're great. I was just trying to explain to the guys that we've got another secret of thousand books because mm. the printer said it's going to be either a couple of hundred under or a thousand over. Hogs. Andy goes to me, Hogs says, at the factory, you never know how many books you're making. You just chuck all the ingredients in the machine and then it makes as many books as it feels yeah. like. And you can he said get... it's printing too fast. It's, Andy said it's printing too fast <laughs> that the machine doesn't know how many it's printing. Well, that's the... Well, when you go to these kind of printers, like, they can't just stop it on, 
you know, 20,000. Why not? Well, if I mean, it's, my, it's my, like my printer, printer, like my printer, pump. My yeah, printer like at home <laughs> can stop at 20 pages. Why can't this? It's going so fast. It's not about speed. <laughs> Is it about speed, Hawk? Um, it's about... It's about a few things. Well, obviously, you know, you get some damages, so they've all, always got to go over. So sometimes they just chuck a few things out. Okay. Hogs, there all must right. be a control panel where someone enters in how many, you must go select book, yeah. power moves book. How many? <laughs> 30,000. 30, there must be a bit, or, you know, or, or 31,000 yeah. accounting for the errors. There must be a bit where someone puts in an actual number. It can't just be go and stop and then a guess. It's... It is, and I wish I knew the answer. I wish I did a bit of bloody read. I wish you guys let me know what you were going to be talking well, about. We just called you, but yeah. Just, I just can't. And is, um, and is it like this for every book? Oh, for every book we do, yeah. it's, we, we write a purchase order and then the, the printers come back and go, oh, no, you've got to add that quantity plus or minus 5%. And, and so, so the they don't go, know. So it's you like go, when, you're, want, when you're running late, Ham, you tell me you're going to be either five minutes early or five minutes late. It's always five minutes late. <laughs> Could be early though. Uh, is, so if you go right, we're, we're, you know, let's say you've got five months. You've got a cookbook coming out, and you go, yeah. "We want twenty thousand printed." Do you, does the printer then call you up and go, "Great news! We actually got twenty six thousand off the machine." <laughs> <laughs> like is it like a, what does he it sounds like a harvest? Yeah. Basically, we've got to wait until it's on the ship and then go, oh, by the way, how many did you print? Yeah. And that's why. And then it the doesn't good, seem. And that's why Hawk said the good news is we got an extra thou. Now, I feel, is, is this the then, same with all factories? Like, is do they charge Tim you Cook for the calling up fare? the Apple factory going, now, of course, you know, the new iPhone's out. We wanted <laughs> 10 million of the 12. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, we set the computer to make 10 million, but it, oh, I only spat out an eight and a half. <laughs> we don't know where the rest went. <laughs> Hawks. Uh, I think damages has a big part to play. Okay. And, you know, and then when they bind the books, I think it's, you know, so they, I don't think they ever, uh, so they, I think they always probably print 5% more yeah. to account for the damages. And if they have a good run, you end up with more. Yeah. So we've had yeah. a good run to get this thousand oh. more. Oh, they had the top of the range uh, <laughs> uh, binders, binder people just yeah. really doing it. So yeah. not a mistake was made and we've ended <laughs> up with a surplus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, fantastic! Well, that, I guess that makes a little bit more sense. So we had we had a contingency in there, yep. but yet we're using obviously the highest quality factory, mm. the highest quality binders, yep. the most top of the range equipment, mm. and we ran we 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 didn't have a mistake. <laughs> I mean. Maybe. I should be paying more for the book now. I mean, this <laughs> no, is... Orgs, we're not putting the price up. But all we're saying is it, there's, there's, there is a thousand more available. I would love to see but... you doing home shopping, Orgs. <laughs> just there's actually, a... just talking about this. This isn't. This shouldn't be forty nine ninety five. <laughs> this is the best vacuum cleaner ever. This is a hundred dollars uh, minimum. Orgs, we'll do another order for next year, yeah. so people can get it. But they obviously won't get it. Are you guaranteeing everybody's going to arrive for Christmas? Oh, um. Well, basically, basically. Are you at yeah. the last time you said it was a guarantee? <laughs> no, an absolute guarantee. Thank you. That wow, that's run around. Christmas. Absolute okay, before, guarantee. Um, and then, Hogs, next year when we do the next print, because I think it'd be great to obviously con- commend the people that have bought the book in the yeah, first run. You, you want to know you've got a first edition. Could we add to a page or add a page, uh, a page of shame where it says this book <laughs> denotes the shame we had from t- taking the second print and, yeah, and, and put one, can you ever put one page in at low quality paper? Oh yeah. Oh, there'd be an extra cost, I suppose. <laughs> It'd probably be more expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's incredible. But we, they we, deserve we, to we, pay more. But we could put, <laughs> we could put, actually that's a good idea. 
anyone what, from what next if, what year. What on the cover? Because I'm worried if you had a page in a shame page, someone could cut that out to make it look like a first edition. What about on the cover? It will have like dishonourable second run. Could you do that, Hawks? Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. then you know if you don't have the dishonourable second run stamp on yeah. the cover, you had one of the first editions. Love it. Dis- <laughs> dishonourable second run. It uh, Will it be in spot UV or be in the matte finish? Uh, no, nah, they don't get anything for that. No, nah, no spot UV. It'll Just be in a matte laminate. Okay. Printed etched on. <laughs> Hawks, thanks very much, Thank mate. you, man. That makes sense. Um, See you Saturday night for the Chinese. People, yes, for Chinese <laughs> this Saturday yeah. um, But people can go there now. I, I imagine if you're getting the podcast early in the morning, yeah. you might be able to get the last few of the books. Otherwise, it, you may go in waiting. For the dishonourable second run. For, yeah, for the dishonourable second run. And should we, oh, that's going to be hard, but I wonder whether we should try and take those orders for the dishonourable second run. Just let's just no, get let's this just, one yeah, out and then we'll launch that, that next yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, late in the year yeah. to start opening new. Yeah, we're not doing that. Loose ends. <laughs> and we've got no time for other power moves. Do we? No, we can't do a power no, move. Not no. even just one. You're gonna do, okay, do one. Oh, you got, have you got one? Yeah, okay, I've got one. Go, go one. I mean, we, uh, okay. You get, that's too exciting. Yep. Uh, fire it off, Jack. When you are going to the male public bathroom mm-hmm. and there is more than one urinal, Mm-hmm. If there is a subject using one of the urinals, stand behind him and line up for it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. Look, I don't know why this made me laugh so much, but I just want to read this one quickly from Claire Lily because it involves a, a term that made me giggle. Hi, Hamish. Uh, happy birthday, Andy. Hello, number six. Uh, random power move I found in the wild here. Recently, my grandma has been in hospital. However, she's established her dominance over the nurses. She dry swallows all of her tablets right in front of the nurses <laughs> after they've carefully laid out and poured her a glass of water. Why, you ask? Just to prove a point that she could be at home establishing herself as an alpha patient. <laughs> oh, I really like alpha patient. I've got to go and power this book too, that one. That's good. Hey, interesting special skill has come forward. And look, to be honest, with this particular topic, yeah. I was surprised how enthusiastic a lot of our listeners are about it. And I'm really glad that you've brought it to the yeah. attention of our show. Well, it's a world that I was never expecting to be part of. Mm. I see karma as playing a, a part. Mm. Um, the world we're talking about is Pokemon. Yep. For years, we mocked Pokemon. The mm. world of small m- imaginary animals. Mm. Um, the I'll hit. continue to. <laughs> yes, and long may you. But I hope but, you understand, Andy. That whilst I will pack, you, I'll pack your lunch, and I'll and I'll hand you a six pack, and I'll set you off on the HMAS mockery. Yeah. I cannot board <laughs> because can't. I must stay on the shore with my son who loves Pokemon now. Yeah. Um, got a six year old. He's got into them. He had the whole world available to him to be interested in. He chose Pokemon. Yeah. As many others before. As yeah. many have. And I back him. And I, a recent stat I found out from Mike, who is our regular, who is our Pokemon on yeah. the show. Yeah. He's an, a grown man, yep. still very much into Pokemon. Pokemon. And Mike sent me a fact. The It was like the highest grossing franchises of all time. Mm. Pokemon's second behind Star Wars. At like seventy two billion. It's number one. Mike sorry. Well, number one. Mike's just smashed his head really, against Mike? the glass outside and does it's number one. That's incredible. Like, is it ninety billion dollars or something that it's made? Something so, like that. So more than a, a Mickey Mouse or just highest grossing entertainment franchise of all time. More than Avengers. 
more than wow. you know your Superman's, Batman, yep. Star Wars. Yep, unbelievable, right? So Pokemon's Wait, out on. there. They're the Pokemon. They're well, they say sound. they're having fun, but they are trapped in balls <laughs> and they're made to fight each other. Yep, but they are you know people that are into Pokemon are having fun. So Jesse came forward, him. So we've been talking a bit about if you, if people are up to date with the show, and they've listened to them all. We had recently on the show Mike helping me um, imp- try to impress my son with some Pokemon facts. Jesse ran into the show and he's like, obviously he's a poker man as well. Mm. And he has been upset to hear Mike on the show. He didn't like, he said, hey, you got to, it's, in, you know, you guys probably don't understand. Mm. I'm paraphrasing here. I don't have his email at hand. But he said words of the effect, the effect of, you don't understand how insulting it is to hear this guy say he's this Pokemon whiz. Because he doesn't know anything about Pokemon. Whoa. I am the Pokemon whiz. This is the kind of battle that I'm into. <laughs> I'm the Pokemon whiz. Um, you got to get this guy off the show, this Mike guy. Now, of course, Mike's our Pokemon. Mm. Um, he's we'll served, stand by him. He served the show well as a Pokemon expert. That's why we thought we'd invite Mike into the studio In now. fact, let's get Mike on the show right now. Let's get him in. off the show. And let's get Jesse up at the same time. Uh, first of all, ahoy to you, Jesse. How's it going? Yeah, good. Really good, uh, mate. Mike, welcome in. Ahoy to you. Hello. Hello, Jesse. Oh. Hey. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> um, yeah, Mike, pretty good. Okay. How did you feel about that bit of slander thrown your way from Jesse? Um, I mean, not great. Like, do no. you have any specific examples of that things that I've said great. wrong? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, when you were talking about like Venusaur, it was like, oh, kind of like a dinosaur thing. Well, literally, saw is dinosaur, basically. I know that. So it should be, and it's not kind of a dinosaur. It <laughs> like, is a so okay, yeah. interesting. So these are the kind of this nuances that Jesse's getting. Remember, remember here, Mike, you're you're. <laughs> Being called out here because you're claiming to be elite. And it, when you're elite, you, there's nothing wrong. Yeah. Everything's laser perfect. I don't remember making that claim, though. Well, well Jesse obviously does. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was ages ago and it's stuck with him and it's burned into his memory. So for the special skill today... Instead of just getting Jesse on you, we saw this special skill and we th- saw, instead of just getting him on and quizzing him about Pokemon, yeah. let's, as they like to do in the Pokemon world, battle you guys. Okay? Mm-hmm. Let's battle our Pokemon against each other in three rounds... Yep. And Mike didn't know this, Jesse didn't know this, so it's fair. You're both about to learn how it goes down. Yeah, it's going to be facts-based, mm-hmm. okay? But first we've got a, um, should we play the opener? Yeah. Yeah, okay. You put your best fact in, you take your worst fact out. You put your best fact in and you shake it all about. You establish superiority about made-up animals. And that's what it's all about. Oh, the Pokemon battle. Oh, the Pokemon battle. Oh, the Pokemon battle. Facts are what it's all about. Three rounds of facts based Pokemon battling. Are you guys prepared? Now, I know you haven't prepared for this, but it should. We thought this would be the fairest way to do it by just springing this on you. Mm. And it should just be all the facts that you have in your head about Pokemons. What we're going to do yeah. is first round is. Bring your best fact. One fact. We're going to put knockout Jesse fact. on hold, right? Yeah, right. So you can't, so hear, can't hear Mike's fact and try to outdo him. And between the three of us, yep. Jack, Hamish and I, we just decide we'll just we decide fact. as we go through. Now, that may not be in line with Pokemon fans, but that is what we're going to do. All right, Mike, here we go. Round one. Hit Jack. <laughs> Round one, best solo facts. Okay, so. What's your best facts about Pokemon, Mike? 
Well, does it? Can I do the one about the highest grossing friend? That was pretty good. You like that? Wow. Well, we've do I want to take another you one? Do another okay. one. I mean, but but about you know, a, a, what about a Pokemon? Like a specific fact about a Pokemon? Like, did you know that? Like, yes. great Rinkasaur. There is, is no Rinkasaur. Oh, good. Uh, here's See? a great fact that I actually think is is quite interesting. The creator of the Pokemon franchise, and Pokemon was originally going to be called Capumon, which was capsule monsters. It eventually became. Pokemon, which is Pocket Monsters, he got the idea for Pokemon uh, when he was out catching bugs with his friends and he thought it would be fun to catch the bugs and fight them against each other. That's how Pokemon was created. Bam. It's pretty good. You know, it's slightly against Mike on that one. What's that? I knew that one. I knew that as well. Have Maybe Mike had told I, us before. No, but what about the Capumon bit? I didn't no, tell you that I hadn't last heard time. that bit. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing, knowing Mike as we do, I'm, I worry that he's not confident with his own fact because he said bam at the end. Is that an overcorrect? <laughs> okay, Jesse, let's bring him back. Jesse, uh, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Okay, okay, please Jessie, give us your singular fact. Give us your best fact. Alrighty. Uh, psychic Pokemon basically are the mind Pokemon, like intelligence, and they're weak to bug, uh, dark, and ghosts because they're basically the primal fears. People are afraid of spiders. People are afraid of the supernatural and people are afraid of being in the dark. And so that's why it's weak to those types of Pokemon. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Mike well, did a huge eye roll yeah, during yeah. your fact there, Jesse, I've got to say. I didn't follow it. <laughs> I got a bit confused. Mike, by why it, were you upset about that fact? Two things there that immediately proved to me that Jesse doesn't actually know much about Pokemon. Number one, <laughs> Save it for uh, everyone free. knows the type advantages, so that's barely a good fact. Number two, he said that the reason uh, Dark is good against Psychic is because people are scared of the Dark. Incorrect. The dark type in Japanese is actually evil type, has nothing to do with darkness. Wow. Okay. That just proves to me you know nothing. I would have said bam at the end of that. That's not true. (laughs) That's actually not true because there's uh, dark type is basically dirty fighting. Yeah, but it has nothing to do with darkness, which is you said it was because they're scared of the dark. It has nothing to do with darkness. Yeah, but they do, when they translate it, actually uh, try to incorporate English things into it. So it does change. And it does change the... A lot of, like, English names are pun on English things. We don't just directly translate it over. Okay, this is great. Round one, tie. Tie. Now it's time for round two. <laughs> round two, stump the other Pokemon. Okay, now. You have now. to think of a question. Both of you have to think of a question that the other person may not, other Pokemon may not know. Right. Mike's nodding. <laughs> Mike, you want to go one. first? He's got yep. one. Off go. to go. Here we go. What is the maximum amount of effort values one stat can have in the Pokemon metagame? Uh, 252. Oh, he's got it. It looks like he's got it. Jesse! That is correct. Yeah, well done. I was genuinely shocked there. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, Jesse, now your turn to stump the other Pokemon. Alrighty. Um, what is Giratina based on? Giratina is based on a Japanese dragon ghost myth. No, it's antimatter. Yeah, but he's also based like yeah, those legendary oh. Pokemon represent time, space, and antimatter. But he, the, oh. it, that's a mixed question because it could oh. be based on like 
Ooh. Whether it's based on a specific scrambling. thing. He's scrambling. <laughs> I'm not scrambling. <laughs> Sounds a bit scrambling. <laughs> but that ding, was a vague ding, ding, question. Ding, 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 that ding, was ding, a vague question. <laughs> I see Mike. I see oh, yeah. Yeah. It could have been a vague question. To be honest, I felt like Mike won round one. I was going to call it the yeah, time. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to give this one to okay, Jesse. Okay, a recount. Yeah, Mike yeah. did win round one. You can call it a tie. I called it a point win to Mike. I am calling this round. With this is a unanimous, I think, in Jesse's favour. So it is but... really one round all. Oh, okay, it's forced <laughs> us to round three. <laughs> round three. Pokemon, three for all. Okay, here's how round three works. You have got 30 seconds to yell facts and superiority <laughs> at each other. You Whoever. might want to wait and rebut. You can just choose what you want to do. Could be a bit like the first presidential debate, though. Yeah. No mics will be muted. Mm. It is simply 30 seconds to establish dominance. Mm. Try and bait the other guy. Try and get some answers out of him. Try and trap him. Yep. Try and show off your own superiority. Mm. Jack will have a honker that he'll play at the end of the 30 seconds and we'll have to determine the winner. Are you guys both ready? Yep. Um, I am, yep. Free for all. Go. Uh, when, how much stats do Mega Pokemon get when they Mega? They get an extra 100 stats. Yep. Uh, there was there was an episode of Pokemon that caused seizures around Japan. Porygon. But it was no, actually that's a Pikachu. not my question. My question was, what is the title of the episode? It is not that. Uh, uh, Cyberspace? I can't remember. Oh, that's... interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not really a Pokemon fact, but all right. How is it? Time <laughs> extension. Time extension. <laughs> Keep fighting. <laughs> How is it not a Pokemon fact? Okay, it's, Jesse. It's the anime. Jesse, get, go back at him. Go, go back at go. him. All right. Uh, before Mega Agron, what Pokemon had the ability filter? Um, He's on the ropes. Um, hmm. Was it? No, I don't go know. Go with your I own question. Know. Get him with okay, your own question. Okay, my question is, <laughs> play uh, who is the current voice actor for Ash Ketchum? Uh, I don't know. I think I found your weak know. spot. It's the anime. <laughs> it's the TV show. <laughs> I, think I, found uh, I mean, spot. yours is just the Pokemon itself because it was Mr. Mime. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, stop. Okay, okay, Fight's okay. over. An interesting new friendship <laughs> was created during yeah. it. Did was, you guys start <laughs> hugging during the fight? <laughs> it was so weird. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was so bizarre because, like, Tyson hits Hollywood in the face and then Hollywood goes, pictures of his really, daughter. That was a really interesting punch you just did there. I love that. It's really, like, you know, you I've never seen any some... foot, I've, great footwork. Really telegraphed it with your hips. By the way, I'm going to do this. And this is very unconventional. I haven't asked Haim yet. Send you away for a weekend together. There is a. <laughs> it's not an eight coin coin, but it's a singular coin. Wow. Uh, Mike, do you think Jesse, as this Pokemon, deserves it? Did he meet? Did he match your skill level? We know the anime was your sauce, but to me that you went to the <laughs> you went to the cartoon, which to, to me was like, oh yeah, you're asking specifics about directors and actors in a cartoon. Yep. They're a bit different to Pokemon, but up to you, Mike, as the Pokemon. Do you want to bestow a coin on Jesse? Any hardcore Pokemon fan knows about effort values. I think a lot of casual fans don't. Jesse did. You've got a coin. Yeah! Oh. Oh. Thank you. 
Jesse. Well played, Mike. You still stand high, yeah. I think. Nah. Uh, Jesse, uh, we'll obviously connect you two guys off air and enjoy having <laughs> some fun yeah. together. We're send you guys to like, Tokyo for he, four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> cool. When he got the mega question right, you know, he he knows what he's doing. He can, okay, well, this is what we. <laughs> this is what the sport's all about. Jesse is also at, at the end of the fight. The two they both took a knee to each other. The two <laughs> combatants, bloodied and bruised, <laughs> hugging in the octagon, admiring the effort that the other has put in. Yep. That is what Pokemon Facts Offs <laughs> are all about. Guys. Cheers, Jesse. Well done. Satisfied right. audience. Thanks you. <laughs> And uh, mm-hmm. coming to the end of the year, yes, I think we do have time to upset you at least once more. Well, this is the last time <laughs> for the year. <laughs> we'll see. Everything is neat and practical, because that's the way he likes it. But what if it wasn't? Upset Andy. Let's upset you, my friend, mm. Tamina. Ahoy, Tamina. Ahoy, boys. Happy birthday, Andy. No need. Got How already. are you, Tamina? Um, unla- launch. Launch. See, feeling. I've launch actually, a barrage upon I've Andy. actually relaxed a lot in the last week. We'll so see. This will be interesting. We'll see. Uh, what do you got, Tamina? All right. So um, when I go to save a file, um, like when I'm on my laptop or mm. if I'm screenshotting something, I just never file them away into correct folders. Yep. So everything yeah. just lives on my desktop. <laughs> oh, um, computer's a computer. <laughs> Still on yeah, the computer. That's yeah, that's that's not me. <laughs> that uh, do you have bits? I do that too, Tamina. And my screensaver is an old picture of my son, and I will go. I remember I put that file like kind of <laughs> near his head. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I remember yeah, it. My, it's on Sonny's eyebrow. My desktop is just completely covered. Like I've got piles on piles on piles. I'm gonna of call. Files. <laughs> there's, 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 there's files you know on top there. of files. Files on like, files is great. I'm gonna. That's extreme for me. That's yeah. ex, that's that, uh, that if you go by anyway. UV spectrum. Because you know uh, why extreme it, danger. You know why it upsets him so much. Fifty plus. It's because you've been <laughs> messy in an area where technology has. Got given you many tools to be organised. Exactly. And so, he, so I think Andy's insulted on behalf of the tools available to you under yeah. the folders system. Bill Gates and I, very disappointed. Yeah. Good job, uh, Tommy. Thanks, Tommy. He's furious. Uh, uh, Michael. Ahoy to you, Michael. Ahoy, Mike. Ahoy, boys. Happy birthday, Andy. No need. Uh, so, my mate, uh, he's a fellow Andy, he bought a f- uh, new fridge mm-hmm. and instead of getting rid of the old fridge, he's kept it in his kitchen, he's unplugged it and he now uses it as an extra storage cupboard <laughs> and pantry. <laughs> Big white pantry. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so in his second fridge, you'll find lotion, flour, salt and pepper shakers and a kettle. <laughs> a kettle in a fridge. Never. Uh, Hot meat's cold <laughs> in a battle for the ages. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> Absolutely hate it. It is a cheap cupboard. I mean, it's a good use of a cupboard because it's hard to... I mean, secondhand fridges these days, especially if it just died out. Yeah. There's not a lot you can do. They they take it away. Yeah. The fridge guys, that's one of the best rackets going around because we've had a fridge that died and they go, oh, look... We can get you know, rid of it for you. We can get rid of it for you. They sometimes even charge you. Yeah. You know they're just fixing it up and yeah. on selling it. Yeah. So to keep, exactly. it, to keep it as a cheap white cupboard, <laughs> I think is a good win for the little man. <laughs> Michael uh, would hate that. It's extreme. Does as he well. have the shelves in there still? Still in there, yep. Yeah. Because that would be the only thing that would upset Andy more is if the shelves had broken or come out and it was just all piled on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Hugh, ahoy to you. Ahoy, uh, boys. Ahoy. And uh, congrats on the SP, Hamish. Very much appreciated, Hugh, and uh, obviously deserved. But at the same time, putting it behind me. Hugh, um, what have you got to upset Andy? Yeah, no worries. So, um, yeah, when I'm wearing a, a T-shirt and a, you put a jumper on, get to the end of the day and you uh, 
you know, go to have a shower, you take take the jumper off and the T-shirt comes with it. You just don't separate them, just leave them. And then, you know, you put them in the washing machine and um, wash them. <laughs> no, them separate together, them for the wash. Through the whole journey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but then, you know, you get the added bonus of you go to put the jumper back on, T-shirt or you <laughs> So they, they go together the whole journey, like Marlo yeah, exactly. and Otis. <laughs> yeah, and over the waterfall, through the desert, come out the other side. It's like a beautiful, yes. beautiful movie. Yeah, um, but there were many Marlo and Otis because it didn't always work. That was that the sad true. part that about the movie. True. And that's why I don't think the T-shirt should stay inside the jumper either. It's too dangerous. It's not going to be clean it. properly. Of course uh, it would. Of course it would. I'm going to add that. It's extreme. It's extreme. Stream again. It's in the red zone. Because it's not going to get clean properly. The water still gets in there. The jumper can't protect it from getting cleaned. I think it can. No, it can't. Anyway. Have you seen washing machine ads? Enzymes, mate. Enzymes. (laughs) Scott, ahoy to you. Ahoy, boys. Ahoy, Scotty. What have you got to upset Andy? This is a red hot round. This is a good round. All right, boys. uh, So whenever you want some bread, obviously you get the bread out of the pantry, Mm -hmm. take the little bread clip off, untwist the bag and take your bread out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fair bit of mucking around in that process. So when I put the bread back into the pantry... Instead of faffing about doing the twisty thing with the, the uh, bag and faffing about with the clip, I'll uh, just fold the bag under the bread, put it back in the pantry, and let gravity do its thing. Yeah, a bread fold is good. Moderate for me. Have you done appreciate it. the bread fold. Don't don't mind as long as yeah, as long as there is some kind of sealing going on. <laughs> I uh, the gravity seal. The gravity seal. <laughs> the gravity yeah, seal. And yeah. Sometimes to double seal it, I'll squash it against the wall. There's certainly <laughs> and, and, nodding. and it can look neater uh, as oh, well. Oh, so we I actually sorry, Scott. Not upset. No, no, no. I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing that I've uh, not upset you. Uh, Andy will sometimes iron the bag too. (laughs) (laughs) Extra neat. Doesn't love the crinkle. Good, Scotty. All right. Medium one, medium. And here's a bit of a treat. Jeff the Machine Knight. All the way from Canada. Ahoy, Jeff. We haven't had Jeff on for a while. How are you, Jeff? Oh, doing well. And happy birthday, Andy. Uh, no need. Uh, Jeff. One um, of the longest uh, contributors of the show yes. of all time, Jeff the Machine Knight. Jeff, this is uh, from the other side of the world. Yep. Please upset Andy. Okay. So I just recently got a cat. Sorry, you've already upset me. You've upset Andy. <laughs> living animal in the house. Unless it's a tall terrier. <laughs> tall terrier is Tall terrier is welcome. But short. Cat. Cat, sounds short, to be honest. The cat. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Go Continue. Okay, so every night when I feed him his wet food, I just grab a small plate from the cupboard, Mm -hmm. and um, instead of taking the dish to be washed when he's done with it, I'll just leave it on the floor and then stack the next dish the next night on top of that, and then I'll just repeat that until I run out of dishes. Or the the cat can't reach you. You've got to hope it's a tall cat by the end of this, aren't you, to make sure it can be. I hate that. I also don't love using human dishes right. for the animals. Beck does, that, will want one. Be- Beck does that all the time with her family dog that comes around and we see, that I see like the nice plates out there with, you know, wet dog food in it. And, and I, don't, I don't love the fact that it just goes straight back in the dishwasher. How, what's the difference between your nice plate and your bad plate at your house? Uh, oh, significant. Oh, wow. Must be, nice. <laughs> Must be a very nice plate. But what do you mean? What are we doing? Gold-rimmed china? <laughs> no, no, like just pottery kind of stuff. Yeah. Like uh, Robert Gordon. I like Robert Gordon. You know Robert I Gordon? Do not know, <laughs> I, Robert, know Robert I do Robert not Gordon. know my plate makers by their first and second name. <laughs> oh. I've never had a Bobby Gordon. <laughs> Bobby Gordon. Oh. Bobby G's good. I, I, wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind scraping some and lobster then, off a of Bobby Gordon. And then... <laughs> 
And then, and then, does it not chip the pearl um, cutlery like the mother of <laughs> no, pearl? No, don't have any of that Pork. stuff. But then you've got, and then I've got, you know, the older plates from Sharehouse days. I still got them that you can use sure, for, for knockabout plates. times. Yeah, dog plates. Not a Bobby Gordon. No, we wouldn't use Bobby Gordon. <laughs> 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 Bobby Gordon. She uses Bobby Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila. Sheila. Oh, Sheila. Sorry, Sheila. Ahoy, lads. Ahoy. Another US caller here from Toledo in Ohio as we say thank you to Jeff the Machine Knight. Um, Sheila, what have you got to upset Andy? First off, happy birthday, Andy. Thank you, bud. <laughs> so instead of locking my car and taking my keys with me, I'll just leave my keys in my car and make a noise with, them, with my mouth, much similar to a locked car noise. <laughs> so any neighbor or crooked bandits around thinks, oh, man, well, that car is definitely locked. Can't break into that one. <laughs> I feel like I heard the... <laughs> Sheeva, Sheeva, I feel like you've got to do it for Sheeva, us. can you please make the sound? <laughs> <laughs> and I just walk away. <laughs> Sheila, I love this, but guess what? What? Good friend of the show, Hogs, also did this <laughs> until his car got stolen. <laughs> uh, his car went that. missing, and when the you heard about that, yeah, when yeah. the police came and said, "How did they think they got in?" and he said. I was just leaving my keys in the car. I, I think my voice broke during my alarm impersonation. Brilliant stuff, oh. mate. All the best. Take care. And he's making that dinging with his mouth. Hey, guys, it's Mike here from the show and just jumping on at the end of the show as normal to remind you all of Hamish and Andy's side project, The Remembering Project, you can find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there. It's a look back at the boys' nearly 20 years of radio and podcasting. Uh, they pick a date each episode and look back at all of the run sheets from that day in their history of broadcasting and uh, reminisce about some of the stuff that comes up. Here's a great moment from one of the episodes from this week. 2009, we had Chopper Reed on, famous murderer. We had uh, Chopper Reed on a lot. <laughs> For a murderer, yeah, <laughs> no, he's be... probably the murderer with the most appearances. Unless there's something you're not telling us, Mike. <laughs> Chopper Reed's probably the murderer with the most appearances yeah. on the show. It seems weird that we had him on yeah. so often. Um, I've, I've seen his name in the run sheets a few times. Yeah. I mean, very famously, he sort of did a he did a bit with my grandma Moosey. Yes, which she, hopefully that day comes up. I'd yeah, love she to listen did that day. step up to him and go. And she basically told him he was had rocks for brains, yeah. and we she wasn't a fan of his. And we good, were in, and, and a wise, a wise move from Moosey, perhaps yeah. going. Why is my grandson getting this murderer on the show? <laughs> <laughs> but I remember though at the time, thinking it was funny, but also just in the back of my heart, my mind going, "Hey, Moosey, can you stop offending the murderer?" Yeah. Um, Might just put an unmarked car outside <laughs> Moosey's house for a few nights to make sure everything's okay. There you go, guys. That's The Remembering Project. Get it wherever you listen to this podcast every Monday and Tuesday. And we will catch you next week on The Hamish and Andy Show. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy Podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.